Welcome to the LA Realtor Podcast. I'm Paul with Great Builds. And I'm Sarah with Glen Oaks Escrow. And we're getting to know the industry one conversation at a time. Hello, everybody. Welcome Hi. to the show. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Lovely. I like the silence between us. What else you got? <laughs> this was your intro. Well, you were asking me a little bit before this if I meditated, mm. if I meditate. Mm-hmm. And well, I'm a little ADD, so mm. I didn't have a very easy time meditating this morning, but I did journal half a page and it was like, why don't you meditate more? Like <laughs> I was just having a conversation with myself about what I should be doing. You're hard so. on yourself. Well, I'm just keeping myself accountable. I That's what it is. heard somewhere that if you can truly meditate and keep your mind focused without your thoughts running away for 90 seconds, that's like enlightenment. I'm sure it's bullshit. Sure. But, it, but like meditation also isn't, um, you don't have to have a silent brain. I th- a lot okay. of people are, have a misconception about that. Got your it. Ra- thoughts you. can be racing, but if you can hold still and just keep letting them go, even as mm. they come up, that's meditation. Good enough. Okay. Yeah. It's being still in all the craziness. I like it. Thank Me you. too. So um, <laughs> this is a great subject to bring us into our next guest. I am so excited about this episode. I've been excited about this for weeks. We have on Anita Rosenberg. She, well, you call it house harmony, but it's feng shui. I am is that thrilled correct? to be here. So I'm excited that you're excited, but I'm a, I'm a feng shui yes. expert, Chinese astrology expert as well. So yes. Chinese metaphysics. And in the world of Chinese metaphysics, Amazing. there's lots of components. And yes, I've been doing this for about 22 years. Ah, oh, that's so cool. So, well... I'll give you a little, I'll give you a little background. I was one of the few film directors in the late 80s, female film directors. I directed Assault of the Killer Bimbos and I made Modern Girls. Actually, there's going to be a screening mm, of Modern cool. Girls with Valley Girl at the end of April at Quentin Tarantino's Theater, the New Beverly. So I'm letting people come. I'm oh, bringing stars with me and I'll announce <laughs> the film. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't think I would ever not be in the movie business, but after 14 years and just not a lot of opportunities to direct films, I decided to start a hand painting decor and furniture. I went back to my art roots and I was in Hong Kong. I was having my collection manufactured in China. And while on a tour of the peak, the guide is feng shui this and feng shui that. And I'm like, I want to know what is feng shui. And originally, I really learned it so that my booths at the trade show would generate income. I would have a happy, healthy life. Oh. It, was, it was more applying it personally. Uh, if you had asked me, ooh, would you have a career in feng shui and metaphysics? I go, I didn't even know you could have a career in that. <laughs> uh, but I will say, you know, I've been doing this for a long time and it's really pretty exciting. And I'm an intuitive by nature and it really kind of flows naturally. And we were talking earlier about uh, real estate and realtors. And when I started um, doing this full-time about 22 years ago, I live in Hollywood. I would say about 60% of my clients were real estate agents. At that time, I think it was a trend. It was considered like, ooh, it's trendy. It's cool. And we know how uh, people in Los Angeles like to pick up on a trend. But what I will say to you guys, it is, uh, it's about 4,000 years old. So it is not a trend. <laughs> right. Um, and, you know, at that it's time, lasted. you know, people were like, oh, we've got to bring Anita in to do, you know, I'm trying to sell this house or I've got somebody just bought a house. Let's rearrange and move things. But what you need to know, feng shui is not where's your couch. Okay. So it's like, it's not moving your furniture. People get really nervous and go, oh, 
I don't want to buy a new furniture or a new couch, but that's really not what it is. And, you know, one of the things that I thought would be interesting, I'll ask you, we are in the, we're in a water rabbit year. So it's, it's a new energy. And how does that affect real estate agents this year? Because I think people want to know like, yeah, yeah. what's happening in the market this year energetically, right? So one thing yeah, that right, does happen right. is we have five elements, like my mini lesson, uh, yin and yang of five elements. And every element has a season. I mean, fire is summer season. We are just leaving winter, which is water season. Now, earth is around every season, right? It's kind of cold in the winter. It's kind of growing right. in the spring. It kind of has its seasons. So things clash, elements clash. Now, earth clashes twice as much. <laughs> so those of you in real estate know you have ups and downs, right? My family are developers. Right. So I know this. I mean, it's up and down. So when real estate's hot and it's high, I think everyone's like kind of a little full of themselves. Oh, it's hot industry. And, and there are territories. I work <laughs> a lot in Aspen, Colorado. It's always a hot territory. It just, and everybody during COVID moved from Texas to move to Colorado. And so, and there's always people yeah. that do incredibly well when the market's low, right? So we, we know that. But what I want to tell you, and don't shoot the messenger here, we have no earth in the year this year. 2023 is a water rabbit year. And the only real goal of this year, so Sarah, I love you talked to you open with your meditation. This is a year for wellness and spiritual movement and diving deeper into who you are. That's it. That is that is the energy this year holds. Mm. People who normally were not interested mm. in, oh, who am I? Why am I here? Are like, who am I? Why am I here? <laughs> I have to say, like, I do Chinese astrology uh, consults. It's bots. It's, it's a standalone practice, but it used to be used to personalize feng shui. And I've been working with husbands. I mean, boyfriends and husbands. Like, that's like the category I never work with. But, but they're like, <laughs> right. people are, are coming up, popping up. Like, I need to have more self-awareness. I need to be more, um, you know, I don't know if it's like, it's not that it's in control of your life, but it's just kind of like, look, we're in a challenging and difficult time period. And when your vibration is higher, you're going to handle it. You're going to handle the rocky storms. Right. So what, getting back to, there's no, there's no earth <laughs> in the year. So we look to see what industries will do well. And this year is not a real estate year, I'm sorry to say. And so one of the things that I am Talking to clients who work in various places from Austin to Dallas, I, te I don't know why I have Texas people, but in places in the country and, and here in L.A., <laughs> I'm trying to sort of steer people to what else can you do in your industry? What can you add to your revenue stream? Because if you're sitting right. around waiting to sell that house, make that deal, you're going to sit around and you're going to get a little frustrated. But if you're proactive and you get excited about what can I do during this time in my industry? I mean, it's sort of like thinking outside the box, right? Yeah, I love What's that. What's the answer? Are there industries that <laughs> there are going to do well this year? Do, do well. So here, I'll look at my little, uh, look. Um, so okay. the, the, first of all, when it comes to real estate, fire sales are everywhere. So if you can, if you're, if you're looking to buy something, look for deals, super deals. I have a client in, in Miami that was selling a hotel and I said, it's a fire sale. Just get rid of it. Like, let's be realistic. If you're going to get like high and mighty, this is what I need. You're, you're not going to sell it. And so it's a great time to buy property not as great to sell it. It just depends on how, how much you want to sort of sell it. But so let's see, take a look at one of the things that I'll say, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to answer that question, but I'm going to answer it a little bigger. 
Okay. We're heading into what's called mm -hmm. feng shui period nine. So every 20 years, the energies change. So it is Saturn and Jupiter and Earth align. Sounds like Aquarius, uh, the okay. movie, but it, it they do align. And if you notice, because you guys are in the industry, every 20 years, there's trends, right? People want to redecorate or renovate or change. So we're, we've really already entered it, but it officially hits in next year, 2024 to 2044. So this is where everybody in real estate should be thinking. Everyone in life should be thinking, where are we at now and what can we do in the next 20 years? So period eight, which we just ended was the Gen Gua. Gen Gua represents young men. Who became big? Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> young men. These were the young men that came up. Okay. And it was earth. Uh -huh, it was slow uh -huh. moving. It was a great time for real estate. That's that trend. So period nine is Li Gua. Ladies, it's middle-aged ladies. Okay. It's fire energy <laughs> middle-aged women. We are seeing more women in industry, more women industry leaders, women in politics. I saw something um, 30, yeah. uh, 60 minutes a few weeks ago on was the president of Norway. It's this like adorable, uh -huh. fabulous woman in her, I think she's in her 30s. It's exciting. Yeah. It's an exciting time. So men align with women because they're the ones that are going to be, people are going to pay attention to them. So the other areas in the next 20 years that interesting, so Ligua is fire. So fire is metaphysics, spirituality. So anything in that area is going to be super hot. Also entertainment. Everybody wants to be entertained right now. So what do we have? We have a million portals online, right? A million way. I forget <laughs> even where the show I want to watch, which where is it? I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> so, you know, interesting, yeah. if you looked at the last time we had period nine was 1844 and P.T. Barnum opened his museum. And let's see, what was the, I have to, I have to quote you the exact number of people that went to his museum. It was, let's see, it was uh, 82 nice. million people and 1844 went wow. to his circus. That just shows you people wow. want to be happy. They want to be entertained. Spiritual retreats are going to be really a hot industry. So if you're talking about real estate, if you've got someone with property and you can create a spiritual retreat, that's going to be great. It's escape. It's inner peace. It's bliss. So we're talking about like, what can you do to layer your real estate business? So happy, blissful, exp having experiences. It would be awesome. Also, you know, medical tourism can explode, believe it or not. Implants and plastic surgery is all a big boom. Um, <laughs> the beauty industry. Wow. That's legal. People want to look attractive and be beautiful. So if you're doing commercial real estate, look to put the kind of businesses on your top floor that are going to be those little like spas and beauty things. And I mean, look at pharmaceuticals wow. is all is the hottest business to be in. And there's going to be various mm. uh, different automatic Automated kiosks, more payment gateways, more ways to pay, and motivational learning. So the idea, oh, another area is childcare, childcare industry. So I have some clients that are buyers for Target, and believe it or not, they're adding a whole children's book section where moms can come and dads and the kids can read books, and it's interactive. And that is that. And I'm like, oh my god, that fits right into child enrichment. And then providing interesting things more than a plush toy, but more learning for children to sell. So you yeah. have to think outside the box. And I think, I mean, I'll propose this to you guys. I mean, it, it, wouldn't you agree if you can find a gap in the marketplace and fill it, aren't you king and queen? I mean, that's the challenge, right? Right. 
Yeah. Not find your niche. Now, does like the year you said it was like a, a water rabbit year, does that kind of a thing affect feng shui like on a yearly basis? Does feng shui change or is it always kind of the same guiding principles when you're working with so somebody's So in feng home? shui, there are so many schools of feng shui, it's crazy and they contradict each other. So <laughs> you have to kind of pick, pick, your, pick your zone, pick your wheelhouse and go with it. Yeah. So a lot of people will think of, oh, there's my fame area and there's my love area. And that's actually does not exist, really. That is a Western. I mean, I did study Western School of Feng Shui when I started and it was brought over in like the 50s. It's black hat sect, Western school, and it is a very watered down way to use it in a new age. But I actually okay. don't do that. So the, the methods I really like, so I like what's called a botsai. It's eight mansions. It's long-term. I like setting up a house long-term. So every house has a grid. We all know their Bagua grid we put over it. And that's determined by the facing of the house. So the facing of the house will tell us, and that doesn't change year to year, your house is your house. So it will show, but here's right. the, the, the kicker on that is, okay, you want to try, if you're building from scratch, there's no perfect feng shui. There's just isn't, but you can try to get your bedrooms in good sectors. You try to get your, your front door and it'll match you. So if you use your Chinese astrology chart, people are East or West Gua. So if you're a couple and you're the same Gua, you'll like the same house. You know, people that buy the house, they go, oh, we both loved it. Or someone buy a house like, well, she loved it. So I'm just moving in. So you want to see who right. it aligns with because whoever it matches based on the facing of the house will just love mm. it and feel comfortable. Going back to the Bagua grid real quick, just to uh, expand on it a little more for those who aren't familiar. So the Bagua grid, it's like a, it's like a little chart. It's got like nine... Um, squares. Is that right? And then each one represents a uh, facet of life. Is that like love and yeah, no, no. career? It, and, it does not no. really do that. It, it, it uh, represents. Okay. So that would be if you were going to be a new age version of that, but it represents energy patterns. Got it. So there's going to be eight. There's okay. going to, so the, the center is the center. So we basically have eight grids around it. Sometimes people use a pinwheel. That's another way to grid it out. You're going to have four auspicious sectors and four inauspicious sectors. That's just how it is. So the house is going to have four good sectors, four not good sectors. And ideally, you'd like your bathrooms, your closets, your garage to be in a not good sector. You always want your kitchen to be in a not good sector. Actually, that's a good sector for the kitchen to be in, believe it or not. So, huh. I mean, you really? look to see if how it's lined up. Now, let's add some complexity to it. <laughs> now you look at your own chart. So you have four good directions and four not good directions. So uh, this is why it gets to be, this is why you hire someone. <laughs> the do-it-yourself <laughs> right. version. I mean, I do have a feng shui book, but it's a lot of general things because you really want someone that's going to sort of pick and choose. So then you, you layer. Now, another complexity is we've got flying stars. So every year, like you asked, does it change? Every year, those sectors have stars planets that fly in. So that might be a good energy. So it might be a bad energy in the house, not good for you, but has a great flying star. So if it has a great flying star, which yeah. normally the flying stars are more like, there is one of health. There's one that you don't want to be in if it's like, doesn't have good health. And there's one couple for business and career. So if you are like, right. oh, I really want to work on my career and business this year, knowing 
where the good stars are for the year, you activate it. Now, how would you activate it? You don't hang a kooky thing. It should not look like the souvenir shop in the Chinese uh, down in Chinatown. Although I do like that stuff. I love that stuff. But using it, the best activation is you. You you are yang. You are so uh. if there's a sector that is really good for making business calls, just go use that sector. Now, if it happens to be not a great, like the laundry room, I don't know. I don't feel that empowered working in the laundry room. But if it happens to be, let's say it's a guest room and no one's using it, I, I might say to someone, you know what? Would you like to make that your home office this year? Do you think that would, because it's got the, it's got the zhuzh for the year. It's got the good energy. And it needs the energy being activated in there. The point is, it's so interesting because if you ask people that do do classical feng shui, classical Chinese feng shui, they'll just say it's so personalized that there are some general things that we can share. But it's just the really the way if you want to really be effective, you really want to um, personalize it and layer these areas. Does that make sense? Yeah. So can you, just to give people an idea, can you start with what are some things you could recommend that a lot of houses would need, a lot of people would want to do in their homes or things that would help shift in energy? Yeah, you know, a couple of things that I really, first of all, definitely do some space cleansing and you can do it yourself. I mean, I do, I created like a money draw on my website, but just, I'm just giving you an idea. This is something because I can't always be at someone's house, but there are things that you can do to just sort of do your own space cleansing and clear the energy because you, you want to keep the vibrations positive and good and kind of moving. One thing I like Palo Santo. It's just those sticks. They're really easy to get. I mean, I like that one, but I use, love it. I use dragon's blood and aura cleanse. I don't use sage. A lot of people use sage. I was told many years ago, sage, it's really more if, if you're, it's for native Americans, it's a tool that they use. And so I'm not, if you are in alignment with, with sage, then use it. But I was told that it really clears the slate and doesn't bring anything back. So if it's somebody who really practices and uses sage, then they're going to have their own techniques of of how they can clean the slate and bring it back. You know what I mean? As opposed to just erasing it. Yeah. I would say, you know, if we're talking about sort of business and offices, I mean, I think a home office is an office and virtual offices are not going anywhere. And, you know, rules to the office, whether you know your good directions or not, you want to have a commanding view of the room. You don't want your back to the door. Yeah. That's kind of the Guido position. You know, like the gangsters, like they'll come in and they're going to stab you in the back. <laughs> so you want to position yeah. yourself just somewhere where like where you guys are looking in your space. It looks like you're looking out to the room. That's where you want to be. I will also say the other thing is we're all on virtual calls. So we want to be really aware of what's the set, what's the What's behind us? What are people looking at? Because what's behind you is really reflecting who you are. So it's kind of like creating your own little mini set. And believe me, it's not easy. I remember going (laughs) and getting, I went down to Sammy's camera and I got the diffusers and the lights and the things and I went to design. Oh, it was so complicated. And (laughs) some people do it better than others. Okay. But just be aware, just really be aware of, because I see business cards behind you and there's a little house and there's like, well, we, we clean that up. There was a box of tissues. There was a roll of paper towels. I mean, we were like, People we can't have this. People are supposed to know this. that. She well, can't we're all see that. Little movie no. stars these days, aren't we? We're all kind of creating this, this yeah. kind of little reality. 
So I think it's really important to have a designated space. I think a lot of younger generation people can go to a, a cafe or go out with their laptop and work. I've got three giant computers I'm looking at. And that's just, yeah, I just want to feel like I'm empowered and I'm grounded. So I think that's something that's really important. I have a question about offices. Does it have to, if it is a designated space, can it still be part of a bigger room? So I've like had my desk in my back office that was supposed to be my office, right? In my, in my second bedroom in my apartment. And it's just, I hate being back there. I hate working back there. I like being in the main room of my the house, which room? is the living the room. Living yeah. Room? Uh-huh. And I just have like a view of all the windows and all the greenery. And it's just like, like you were saying, I'm kind of like looking out into the whole room. And like, I like being back there. I don't love that I have my desk behind my couch right now, mm. but it has like a very, I feel like I'm part of it mm. instead of just feeling like I'm locked in a back room. Does that like energy have a lot to do with it? Or would you still recommend having it be? No, like, I think it's awesome. Space? I, you know, probably... You're probably in a, in, a, in a room or space that actually either has good energy in the house or good energy for the year, and you're probably facing a good direction. So when you use your intuition, there's going to be intuitive places yeah. where I don't feel good over here. I need to be over here. Does that make sense? And so I think people should yeah, totally 100%. go with their intuition. And I want to address meditation. I'm going back to that with you. So yeah. one of the, one of the practices Let's. that not that many people in the West know about is called Qimen Dunja. Qimendunja is part of Chinese metaphysics. It's magical, mystical. Until recently, only old men in caves did it. Women were never taught it. And it's it's used for so many things. But it also has helps you access 10 guardians of destiny. There's 10 energy patterns. We all have them. And each of us has stronger ones than others. And this is what you meditate with. Mm-hmm. And you have to know, so the Wi-Fi port is the back of your neck. So you have to know where the back of your head is facing in order to Wi-Fi port into it. So again, Chinese metaphysics is a very personal practice. I can share some generic things with people, but generally you got to know like, like who are the players, but I just want to share something. It's not what I love about Chi Men is I I'm a water person. My day master is Yang water. I'm splishy, splashy. I'm a big ocean. I'm all over Uh, for me to concentrate and meditate (laughs) is like, ah, but this is a five minute. This is a couple minutes of five minutes. This is short, short tap in. And in it, you ask, it's proactive. You ask for what that guardian energy in your life does. I snap my fingers and you go out and it happens. It's crazy. And so I just, I'm sort of throwing that out to you because Sarah, if you're meditation, look, it's not about just getting mm, and just clearing your mind and being neutral. Right. I mean, that's just not going to happen for me. And it doesn't buy me anything. I want to work it in that meditation. I mean, if I have harmony, yeah. I want to ask, who do I want to connect with? Right. If I have earth, I want to go give me money making ideas. If I have the heaven energy, I want to visualize. I want to see what I want to manifest and I want it to happen. And how do you well, know you what you are? You have to look. I know I'm throwing out things like, okay, <laughs> I'm it. telling you this, but you have to find out that. But I mean, yeah, I'll yeah, just yeah. give you a little example because I just think it's, it's uh, just because I want to get people excited about, hopefully just get out there and look for places and people that will raise your vibration where you can learn. And if anything I've said is exciting, great, contact me. If not, Look around. We are in L.A., people. There is there are singing bowl <laughs> sessions. There is, you know, yoga. There's meditation. Yeah. There's Ayurvedic. There's so much that there is to offer. Find your tribe, find your people and get out there. But when I first 
learned about Chimen, which was a long time ago. I was in a room in, in New York by teachers Joey Yap and Dado Joey Yap from Malaysia. And he had us sitting with our back to our direction. So mine is Southeast and I have Harmony. So I asked for two things Harmony could bring me. I said, high profile projects, celebrity clients. That was it. Snap my fingers. I'm done. This room of mainly Chinese girls, wanted husbands and millions of dollars. It was like, okay, ladies. It just that's happened to be who, who was in the space at the time. I leave two hours later. I get yeah. a call in New York. Someone wants me to feng shui a $64 million listing. They're thinking of buying. I've never, my, wow. my rate was so low that I, he, he paid me double and it was still low. But that was like, oh my God. So then I came back and I'm visiting my friend on Beverly Boulevard. She has this tweak boutique that's adorable. And Paul Abdul's her cousin. So I, I know she has celebrities and people that come in, but she's a good friend of mine. I don't know. Something in me was, I was buying light bulbs across the street. I'm like, I got to go visit her. So you have to take action. I walk across, I say hi. And she's, yes. I just, I just got off the phone from a manager who needs clients for her top celebrities for Christmas. So I go, let's make up a yearly wealth forecast. I don't even know what that was at the time. I just sounds good. <laughs> so I got, I'll tell you the clients I got that day. I got, I got Jen Aniston, Gwyneth Paltrow, Justin Thoreau, Miranda Kerr, Orlando Bloom, and Selena Gomez. Okay. As for celebrity <laughs> clients, I got six A-listers. <laughs> I love that you're saying this because Paul and I had a conversation the other day about manifestation. And I was saying like, there is definitely something where if I'm in like full alignment with the universe, as I like to call it, and I'm asking and requesting for things like they will show up for me. And all I have to do is take a little bit of like what you said, action in that Dude. direction, and it will become available. And it's like, when, it constantly like surprises me and shocks me. And like that it's, I when you say it true. shows up, do you mean like the Amazon box at your door shows up because you manifested a no, blender? No, the things, the or... opportunities. If I'm looking for an opportunity in something, uh, like she said, but then what? Paul, this is definitely <laughs> Paul's wavelength right now. <laughs> yeah, As you can tell by his awkwardness, you know, people forget. They think that you know you bring in a feng shui expert, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna like do fairy dust at you. You know, Except, I just work with a client yeah. out in Santa Monica and new house. And all of a sudden there's plumbing issues. Okay. So she's like at the, her wits end and brings me in. And I'm like, so she said it felt better. It felt like her. We talked, but you know, I cannot solve your plumbing issues. <laughs> like I, I wish I could. I wish I could screw the fairy dust statue and sprinkle <laughs> the incense. So you have to be realistic. Pretty sure she needs yes, a plumber. They're redoing the entire that sort of expert. Yes, it was not disclosed Probably. when they purchased the move-in ready house. Oh yes. no! So oh, when no. it comes to the actual like physicality of feng shui, you said it's not a lot of moving stuff. Is it adding things to a space that can help make that space be more effective? Is it taking things away? Is it what of, exactly is it? Is it is it aesthetics? Things. Is it crystals? Is it or is it all of it? <laughs> oh, you're, you're giving a look like Where what? <laughs> Where do you begin, right? Well, That's a okay, tough question, so, I feel First like, of all, huh? I, I love crystals. I mean, I went to the Tucson show recently and I did do Denver and I do sell magic crystals and I love those, but those are man luck. So let's look at, we have three areas that control our life, man luck, earth luck, and heaven luck. So heaven luck is our Chinese astrology, our Western astrology. We are born in a certain time, certain place, and we have certain strengths and weaknesses. And that's a third. A third is our earth luck. That's our feng shui. 
So we live somewhere that supports us or doesn't support us, right? Someplace that feels good or doesn't feel good. Right. And then one third is man luck, which is what are you going to do about it? And that's where magic candles and crystals and these things come up. So what you can really do in a space, it's, it, it isn't about the color. I mean, color works on man luck. Does it feel good? Is it the right color? Does our furniture feel good? Right. You know, there's a few bedroom rules. Bedrooms are for rest and relaxation, recharging your battery and sex. And that is it. So we like to have the bed be the king or the queen of the room. We like two bedside tables, two bedside lamps. They don't have to match. We don't like TV sets or workspaces or computers, right. anything that raises our vibration. So, so those are some like just basic things. And the pictures in your bedroom should be just you and your romantic person. No kid pictures, no in-law pictures. You're not having sex with your in-laws. So that goes out of the room. Okay. <laughs> so there's a couple bedroom right. rules, but it's not like, oh, if I get this new piece of furniture, I paint this wall a certain color, I'll have really good luck. That that is that actually is not gonna happen. But what will happen is being able to have nice chief flow, walk like the front door, you wanna walk in, you wanna be greeted. It makes sense, right? People have lovely entryways, they're called Ming Tangs. You know, your entryway should say, hi, welcome home. I'm glad you're here. One thing I do see sometimes in listings and uh, is when you walk in and there's a mirror, okay? You have a mirror and energetically it sends you right back out the door. So you can have a mirror on either side of the uh. door, but not when you face and you walk in. So there's a couple just sort of things that we all kind of agree with. I guess if you were in uh, China, like they probably wouldn't care less about a few things that we like here in uh, in the West, if that makes sense. But I would say, you know, sure. like one thing you can do just without knowing all the technical things is walk through your front door. And is it greeting you? Do you feel do you feel good about being home? Fresh flowers attract money. That's like kind of more of a, a Western approach, but I like fresh flowers. Mm. They're like, they're life force energy versus potpourri and dried flowers or dust catchers. They're just going to collect dust and walk through your space. And is it flowing? Is it moving? And I live in a loft. So what's important is this one big room. Okay. I'm in like the historic Broadway building. Right. And so I've created these little mini screens and little areas. I mean, I have to designate the energy flows into each other, but I need to have kind of my workspace a little separated. My bedroom is a little, a little separate. I need to kind of designate my space and like you have in your, in your large room, you're working just, you have to designate, okay, this is my work area. This is going to be my, you know, watching TV area. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So what is the best way for realtors to collaborate with you? Are there certain projects that are like, I'm sure you can feng shui any house, right? And any circumstance, but is there anything that's more obvious that a realtor might want to get You know, this last involved? year, I did a few really exciting development projects back in Ohio. I did it like online, actually, large apartment complexes. If you are getting ready to build a house, your client's building a house, building a commercial project. That's the best time to start with a feng shui person, whether it's me or anyone, because right. you want to see how it's laying out. If you can tweak the front door, if you can move something and make small adjustments, it might be a large adjustment. That that kind of is one of the best things. If you've got a client who is going to do renovations on things, that's a really great time. Want to see the plans. Well, there's going to be some areas every year that you just don't want to move the earth like people who will work on projects that are never ending and cost a lot. They probably triggered the chi of shitty energy at that moment. So those are some stuff. 
trying to sell a listing that isn't selling. I do have a house selling candle and I do have a book I wrote on real estate selling quicker. So if you didn't want to bring me in, you could do a less expensive version of just getting those things in there. Really pretty effective, actually, because like you said, you've got you're taking action. You're looking to see what can I do to move that energy and yeah, if you, let's say if you're looking for a, a gift, let's say you, a client has, you sold a client a house and you're like, oh, I, I need something sort of spiritually thoughtful as my, thank you for, for right. working with me, man. I would totally do some like house blessing, magic candle, an amazing crystal. Doesn't have to cost a fortune, just something important in their entryway. Right. And like, they'll always think of you when they see that crystal, they're going, the, just the, those are those nice anchoring tools. So those are a couple like of key ways that people can work with me. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. That was so like, I didn't really know the nitty gritty of the feng shui. I world, mean, I so. feel like we could talk to you for hours. I know. Um, it really is amazing. So you do still work with realtors. So if our audience has an interest in talking to you. Oh, no, I would love to work with them. I'm saying oh. they're not calling me. <laughs> okay. So and I don't know. I, I'm thinking in my mind, they're probably not calling because they're like, you know what? If business is in, is a little bit down, it costs a lot. You know, you guys are doing, they're doing advertising or promotions. Right. It's like a lot. And so a lot of times what I would be called in previously is like getting the owners to pay for feng shui. It's not that crazy expensive. Believe me, you're selling something that's two, $3 million. You can afford like a five, $600 list yeah. of blitz. So I think you have to just kind of, I think that's it for me really is probably what's ha what, what's happening. My specialty is probably working with creative people, people in the movie business, actors, artists, yeah. creative people, because I was in, I was an artist and creative. I mean, yeah. I am an artist, creative person and writer. So I know, I know that world. So what I'm interested in doing, yes, I can help you uh, on your listing, but gosh, where people are really calling me right now is individuals saying, a cosmic, co I'm calling it cosmic coaching, but it's Chinese astrology. This is my chart. This is my strength. I'm going to tell you your strengths, your weaknesses, how you make money. Do you partner? Do you not? And we're going to get strategic on what should you do when times are low? Like what should you do this year to use your expertise? How can you create some multiple revenue streams? I love that. that to me is really mm -hmm. exciting because then I can send you off and then you have the, your, your tools to to make it happen and do it for yourself. Does that yeah. make sense? Cosmic coaching. I like it. Cosmic coach. Yeah. yeah, come cosmic. <laughs> I, you know, I had a client in Aspen years ago and she's like, I don't know what to call you, but I could tell everyone you're my cosmic coach. And I went, yeah. oh, I'm using that. She I branded, like, branded so, you. Um, it, sort it, of, it, yeah, it. so sort of, but yeah. And you know what? I'm on all social media platforms. Yeah. So I'd love if you guys wanted, I'm on Instagram. It's Anita Rosenberg okay. Studio. I'm on Facebook. I also... Something everybody can do easily. I have all my videos on YouTube on the Chinese animal mm. signs, and it'll tell you like how to find out. You're going to have more than just I'm here right. of the rooster. You're going to have up to four animal signs. Mm. So if you look at my YouTube channel, which is Anita Rosenberg, it'll give you some a little bit of a forecast of what's going on based on animals that you might have in the hour, in the month, and in the year. You need to do a you need to calculate your chart to have it in the day, but it'll give you yeah, fun information. That's, fun. So that's a really good way to start and sort of, yeah, just sort of to take a look and see where's the energy flowing. Listen, you want to go right. with the flow. Let's like, let's not worry about what's not working. Let's just like go with the flow, 
and make that really take off and be fabulous, yes. right? Good advice. Love that. Go with the flow. I like it. Awesome. I'm going to check that out yeah. um, later today. Yeah, thank you so much. Site. Amazing information. Sh- I know uh, you are, Sarah. You're going to check it. <laughs> you can count on it. Yes. Thank right. you, well, Anita. Thank you so much so for much coming for on, Anita. Okay. I mean, I hope I gave some helpful Absolutely. tips. And it's uh, and then you know what on my on my website, anitarosenberg.com, I send out a newsletter. It's not that often, but I do try to put some good stuff in the newsletter. There's funky shit. Okay, I'm leaving you with one thing. I just have to tell everybody, okay? We're gonna have a solar eclipse on April the 20th. I think it hits us the night of the okay. 19th. We have two this year. We didn't have mm-hmm. any last year. You, solar eclipse are bad luck. You do not want to look at a solar oh. eclipse. The solar eclipse triggered COVID-19. Uh-oh. It happened, and I think it was December 25th, 2018, and we know Donald Trump went out and looked at the <laughs> it, I knew it was his fault. I know it. <laughs> yeah, but he's about to get arrested. But if you ask Western or Asian, nobody nobody wants to look at a solar eclipse, so please okay. do not. It's know. at night, so you won't. But don't bring yourself bad okay. luck. Now, I will tell you what the prediction is, so I'm going to say this. Okay. okay. And this is Tim's from my teacher. This is not me. So the solar eclipse on the 19th is going to affect China. Mm. China will probably go to war with Taiwan. Now we sort of see that coming. It may take up to three months oh, to yeah. happen. The one in October will affect the West. I don't know exactly how that will affect us. It won't be quite as bad. This is the bad one. I don't know. I'm looking at these meetings. I'm not even a political person, but I'm looking at the Russian meetings. I think what's happening is like, China's like, we'll support your war in Ukraine, but we're going to go to war with Taiwan and we need you to support that. So I think that's Mm. what's happening only because that's what we see with the the solar eclipse is not going to really affect us, although that situation will affect us. So for everyone, just personally, yeah, just, yeah, hide out, (laughs) hide out for the first solar eclipse. Don't look at it. Stay away from that. Get in a bunker. bunker. That's it. <laughs> I'm going to build a bunker. I'm going to have a sleep I'm mask down. on I'm for like 24 hours gonna, before and after. I'm going to build a bunker and have Anita feng shui it. Yes, of course, you, you know, need it feng shui. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks again, Anita. <laughs> Thank Amazing. you so much, Anita. Be well. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. I'm Paul with Great Builds. And I'm Sarah with Glen Oaks Escrow. And if you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. If you'd like to get in touch, please email us at larealtorpod at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time.